Hi, I'm Zach Pippen, and you're listening to Best Worst Day, a podcast about stories and the people who tell them. None of the stories in this podcast are pre-screened, and as such, may contain content that is upsetting or disturbing to some listeners. That being said, thank you for joining us, and please enjoy this episode of Best Worst Day. Welcome to Best Worst Day, a podcast about stories and the people who tell them. Every episode, we try to get a guest on who will tell us a best story about, you know, one of their best possible days and then one of their worst days and then a neutral story, just one of those sorts of days. My name is Thomas. My name is Zach. And our guest for this episode is... My name's Heather. Hi, Heather. Thanks for being with us. We also have a little uh, tradition, a rule, that Zach decided to instate last episode where the guests will tell us a good fact, a bad fact, and a neutral fact about themselves before the stories themselves. We we like you to be able to prejudge people here on this show. <laughs> before we tell anything else. Alright, so please, Heather, share. Um, I guess my best fact, or good fact, um, I am a like princess performer for kids' birthday parties. Um, I guess that's good. And also the ac- an actual princess. Yes. <laughs> uh, royalty, in fact. This, I, I mean, I guess you could just come on the show and lie. Like, you could just make everything up. <laughs> who could Who could tell? Who would yeah. be able to tell us? <laughs> this This week's episode, our guest is uh, the Queen of England. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank God. Yeah. A real good guest. I'm yeah. sorry. Um, you have more facts. I guess a bad fact, well, I'm not necessarily bad, but I'm terrified of needles. Like... To an ex- like a very extreme extent. Well, the last bad fact was another fear, so yeah, I see no reason to dismiss it. This is this is really good for my catalog for when I become a serial killer. <laughs> Just go back and listen to the episodes. That would be awful to be a serial killer. Yeah, Thomas, I guess it probably would. No, using people's fears against them. Yeah. Also, the killing. Yeah, yeah. You you should be a serial killer, but don't like be doing it in a creepy way. <laughs> Have some standards. And my neutral fact is I have like a chronic case of the hiccups. So if you hear me hiccuping, that's that. Every time Heather hiccups, we're gonna have to restart the podcast. So this could take a few weeks. We're not gonna we're not gonna do that. <laughs> you can't possibly know this, everyone who is listening, but boy, there were some issues getting up until this point of actually managing to record. We were just trying to record some white noise. Uh, so that I could use it to edit out background noise later, and Heather couldn't be silent for ten seconds <laughs> without laughing. So anyway, um, we're recording now. Heather, please go right into your stories. And it doesn't matter what order. It does. No, not, don't tell us. The don't order tell doesn't you. matter. Okay. Don't tell us which one it is. Um, we'll try to guess. Okay. We got really blindsided last week. So. Yeah, we, you sounded so sure. Yeah. About the cat story. Um. Okay. Well, for my first story, I guess I'll start off of like. My worst fact that I'm afraid of needles kind of plays into this one. Um, I'm immediately assuming which one this is. You, I've told you, you guys already know most of my stories, which is the sad part. Um, <laughs> so, we've never met this woman before. <laughs> the veil is torn. I don't torn. have that many stories. If something interesting happens, I tell my friends. 
Um, okay, so I'm terrified of needles, and I had to get my wisdom teeth removed, like most people do. And uh, in order to get your wisdom teeth removed, they have to put you to sleep. So mm-hmm. they have to put mm-hmm. an IV in Forever. your arm. <laughs> <laughs> so Heather was actually euthanized. Oh, yeah. And Heather... Uh, was actually one of Olivia's pets. All of these episodes <laughs> tie in together. If, uh, you re- if you go back and listen. You thought this was a real-life interview podcast. No, it's a story podcast. It's <laughs> a soap opera. Um, okay, so I had to get an IV, and that obviously involves a needle, and I was not about that. So we tried to take preventative measures to get me to actually go through with getting the IV. So they gave me... I forget the medicine name, but whatever medicine they give people who, like, are afraid of heights, get on airplanes, that makes you kind of, like, loopy and stuff. They gave me that the day before. And, like, not meth. It Um, would remove your fears. Yeah. um, Leading up to going in for the appointment. And then they also gave me this, like, numbing gel that was, like, on my arm. I know that stuff. And, of course, I had laughing gas, too. So I'm on a lot of drugs. (laughs) Either your daughter will be fine or she'll never wake up. (laughs) So... Don't worry. But she'll die happy. Yeah. So I'm on a lot of drugs, and I go in, and obviously they're like, all right, we're going to get started. And they stick the IV in, and I felt every second of it, and I was terrified, and I was like, wow, all that, and none of it worked. Um, But I'm laying, like, in the chair, and it's like a sterilized, all-white office, like, however, everything in an Like offices are for medical treatments. Kind of creepy looking, where, like, there's no color, no nothing. And so I'm laying there with this IV in my arm mm-hmm. on a lot of drugs and I'm like freaking out because there's an IV in my arm mm-hmm. and all the doctors are like, okay, well, we just got to wait till you pass out. So they leave. <laughs> if, I, if I had a dollar for every time someone told me, I just have to wait until you pass out. Um, I mean, I, I laugh, but that is what happened when I got my wisdom teeth taken out. Yeah, they just taken left out. the room and were like... All right, have you, you get to it. Zach, have you had your wisdom teeth removed? I have not. They're still in there. Oh, no. Well, then, Heather, I completely understand. The gel, the needle, the laughing gas, all of it. Personally, I'm planning to just go in there and have all of my teeth removed at once, and then we won't have to deal with all this nonsense oh, yeah. anymore. Switch straight to dentures. You'll save so much on dental care. No, I'm just going to gum everything. <laughs> oh, jeez. It's just soup and jello for Zach from now on. <laughs> what about ice cream? No, no ice cream. It's very, I have very sensitive gums. <laughs> So they leave, and I'm just sitting there, like, terrified with this needle in my arm. And it's it was over Thanksgiving break, so... The, they left you in there for the... No, no, <laughs> no, not the whole break. <laughs> Uh-oh. I'm just imagining the, den- the dentist getting home, and he's like... <gasps> we locked the doors. Oh, I, my God. We can't, That'd be horrifying. It's on a time lock. We can't get in there until Monday. No, it, I got the removed. One day over Thanksgiving break. It wasn't a whole break. Okay. It was just a grand scheme for <laughs> like, their parents to get rid of her. Oh, jeez. But um, that's important because it lets you know that that's why they were playing Christmas music in the office. Mm-hmm, because and it was Thanksgiving. Because it was Thanksgiving break and they play Christmas music all the time. They didn't have any of those those rad Thanksgiving songs. I guess not. Um, have a holly jolly Thanksgiving. It's just, it's just Christmas songs, but a robot voice just says, Thanksgiving, every time instead of Christmas. Um, so yeah, so it's playing Christmas songs, and like, obviously, I'm slowly starting to pass out. Um, As one does. Mm-hmm. And I pass out to the song, Carol of the Bells, which I would hum, but I can't. So, just, if you need to know what it sounds like, look it up. Boom. Don't sing it. <laughs> Don't sing it. 
We prepared um, a special surprise for Heather. Don't, uh, <laughs> don't. I've got a YouTube video pulled up. <laughs> okay, so um, so I pass out to that song and get my wisdom teeth pulled out, and it's all great. Everything goes good. I have like an allergic reaction to whatever medicine they gave me first. Oh. So like my lips and my tongue all swell up. You just said like, everything went good. Every, with the teeth. Okay. Like <laughs> afterward, I was like in pain, and they gave me like the pain medicine, but it made like my teeth and gums swell up, so I couldn't eat, and you have to eat to take more of the medicine. So it was just like, wah! I can't eat. It was, okay. And I was crying a lot because I was in pain. But mm-hmm. everything went fine, and I'm like, obviously asleep, like, pretty much the whole week. Gum, missed... gum swelling? That you, sounds... You were, you were asleep for another week after they left you in the <laughs> office. That's how long it took for the swelling to go down. Um, yeah. But as Christmas went on, obviously, like... The next year after you woke up. No, not the next year. As Christmas goes on... We keep expanding on, the time yeah. frame. Rip Van Heather. I'm still asleep to this day. <laughs> ah! Um, so as... Yeah, we're actually uh, communicating with Heather through a Ouija board. <laughs> as the Christmas season went on, obviously they keep... A text-to-speech Ouija board? <laughs> <laughs> they keep playing all the Christmas songs, and I hear Carol of the Bells again, and... All the, like, I'm just, like, driving in my car, and my heart literally, like, starts racing, and I just immediately turned the car radio off, because I didn't know what, like, came over me, but it was, like, fight or flight response, like, my heart rate rose, and I just, like, panicked, and so I had to, had to turn the song off. Well, it came on again, and every time it came on, that happened, so, um, I guess, like, going to sleep on all those drugs while that song was playing, which, to be fair, is kind of a terrifying song if you actually listen to it. Just instills fear I, in my heart. I have, yeah, I have such a strong desire to like, not not to be mean, but it's just like you know when you think of a song, you start yeah, humming it in no, your head. Exactly. Like every every other time I open my mouth, I'm and of about course, to start. Every every Christmas, like for some reason, every commercial that comes out at Christmas time uses that song now. Like they all use that song. And the weirdest part is, at the beginning of the commercial, they're like, "Hey, Heather." <laughs> Sit down for this one. Heather, it's so, your dentist. JC Penney's has got a terrifying sale for you. So I love Christmas time and I love Christmas music, but I'm also terrified the entire season that that song is like taunting me. What a what a strange psychological issue to have. I think really the only way to get past it um, is immersion therapy. Is, not, is, start playing not, all the... We've tried. We've tried. Well, it doesn't work. Well, Heather... I have a wonderful surprise for you today because Don't here I have dare. a briefcase full of syringes. <laughs> um, Get Thomas Holder down. Ah! Yeah, so I have like I could tell more stories about this same thing, but my since my friends have found out because every time it happens I freak out and they're like, "What are you doing? What's wrong with you?" I have to explain it, and again like. I tell them about it, and they immediately want to hum it or pull it up on YouTube, and I'm like, please don't. I on, a few weeks ago, um, I was I was visiting um, Heather and some of our other friends, and we were at Walmart, and Carol of the Bells came on, and she was just oh, like right. hunched over with her hands over her ears, rocking was, back and forth. It was a remarkable trip. I was there, by the way. I wasn't just aware <laughs> like, of this. I was, was there. Like, it was like she was having like a Vietnam flashback. It was. It was. It was crazy. We, we did feel bad for her. Well, a couple minutes before, she was laughing and joking and walking along, and then I look back, and then all of a sudden, just like almost collapsed onto the cart, <laughs> just because the. Well, yeah, my Oop. my friends that have found out about it, some of them, most of them are not as nice and have planned like pranks to get me like stuck in a basement 
while Whoa! I'm playing. I'm like stuck in the basement in the dark, and they have the song playing. No, and so, also, yeah. and also, so there's a adds to it. there's a, a a tub full of syringes that I, I have to wade through. That's way. And there's a clown. Yeah. Just, just because so I don't know if it was my friends or some sort of horrible nightmare killer. It's it's hard to remember. No, I'm sorry. But ultimately, it all goes back to my fear of needles. But also, but basically, I'm scared of a Christmas song. Heather, I'm I'm sorry, but. That's not a good prank. Have you tried? I've not. It was so mean, and it made me even more scared of the song. Have you tried playing the song in reverse and taking needles out of your arms? (laughs) (laughs) Just wait. Just yeah. That's that's a fun experience. This is my prank. I've woken you up and stuck you with tons of needles. Take them out. (laughs) What kind of demented monster would do that? It's called therapy. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Okay, Freud. We just want to help. <laughs> so I don't know if I would be friends with someone who locked me in a basement with one of my mortal fears. Oh, uh, okay. yeah. They I didn't, don't think... They didn't lock me down there, but they all... We were all down there, and they, they all, like, went towards the door, and I was still sitting in the corner, and they turned the lights off, and the basement, like, wasn't finished, so, like, you kind of had to be careful where you walk. Oh, good. And one of them was over at the xylophone. And was playing it. <laughs> well, the lights were off and they had taken my phone so I couldn't see to get out. Okay. I was just trapped in the dark. I'm not afraid of that song and that's still what, like the most terrifying thing <laughs> I've ever heard. It was so scary. Zach is afraid of xylophones. That's yeah. his fact. <laughs> it's awful. Jeez, and then I heard the sound of a chainsaw. I'm like, oh, you have some terrible friends. It's any, any not expected noise or music playing in the dark in an area you don't want to be in is bad. Yeah. We, we already, like... <clears throat> always joked around that the basement was haunted. So it wasn't like a good place you to could, be. I mean, you could it wasn't li- like I was excited to be down there. You the could literally time. name a horror movie Xylophones in the Dark and I would be too scared to see it. <laughs> Quick call off M. Night Shyamalan. So yeah, that's kind of two stories. In Heather, was, Heather was the xylophone all along directed by M. Night Shyamalan. Or we could call up the guys who do Saw. Yeah, you like the Saw movies. I want to play a song. <laughs> oh, no! That would be Heather's trap in the Saw movies. Um, so yeah, I guess that's what, that's kind of a day, but more of just like a life experience because it spans. <laughs> this my is my worst. This now. is my worst life since uh, like tenth grade when I got my wisdom teeth out. This has been. I'm a multi reincarnating being from I've, another dimension. I think you would have to get them to put the teeth back in for you to be holy. Oh, whoa! <laughs> that's not how that would work at all. Um, and my like people, I've I've become attuned to every version of the song because like there's different <laughs> versions. Like there's the one where our the fates sing. have become inextricably there's, there's like intertwined. The, there's like the electric symphony or whatever. Like those guys that play it, and so like each one like starts out a little differently. Well, I know the beginning of every song, and like people, my family always be like. What are you even scared of? This isn't even the song. And then it'll get to the part where they recognize and they're like, oh no, she's playing. Much like the vampire, which recognizes all of its banes equally. I'm, I'm assuming that was your bad. Your, your that worst. That's my neutral. Are you saying, whoa! Oh, whoa. Uh-oh. It was, like, it was more of an experience than a day. Basement locked in xylophones was neutral? Our, uh, our more sensitive listeners may wish to, to, to turn away. Okay. That one was also like more funny, I guess. Like, it's, 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 Scary for me, but goofy for everyone else. So the next one isn't a, like there's not much goofy about it. So. Yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> well, the bad one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that's what we we like. Mm-hmm. No, okay. it's good. All right. It's, no. It is good. Please it's good. carry on. <laughs> I'm waiting in fear, feared anticipation. Um, 
So, when I was in, well, I guess I need to preface this one too. So, I'm also afraid, well, I'm not anymore, but when I was little, I was like really scared of thunderstorms to a point where like in second grade, like if there was a dark gray cloud in the sky, I would like cry and say my stomach hurts so I didn't have to go out for recess. Oh, that's not good. That happens a lot of days. Yeah, that's, like every day pretty much. That's pretty serious. And I was really scared of thunderstorms. Um, so that's just a preface. You needed to know that. But in eighth grade, I was a football. I was a cheerleader, so we were cheering on a football game. <laughs> in eighth grade, I, I, I was, was a, a football. football. <laughs> <laughs> I'm football Whoa, that, this <laughs> is the story of when Heather became a, a, a real girl. <laughs> um... I was gonna say a football cheerleader, but we cheered for more than just football. Um, really, you really multitask. Yeah, they they play all the games at once in the same gym, <laughs> and they just kind of rotate around <laughs> cheering. Um, so we're at a football game, and it starts raining. Well, you can play in the rain; you just can't play in a thunderstorm. It's raining pretty bad, but we hadn't seen any thunder or lightning, so we were. Um, I don't remember if it was halftime or we were if they had just stopped the game to like see if there was like bring out the lightning detector. Mm-hmm. And so we're just like waiting on the on the track around the field, and all of the co- all of the football coaches and football players in our freezer in the middle of the field, and there are like they're standing per- around. They're the performing detector. a rain dance. <laughs> no, they were standing around the lightning it's, it's, detector. It's most important everybody should be in one place. When lightning is about. Well, just it's a big, it's a pretty big stadium, and yeah, like, they're yeah. on the lowest point. So like, and we hadn't heard any thunder or lightning. They were just checking since it was raining. So yeah. Hard. Um. Here's a lightning detector for you. Boom! Boom! <laughs> oh, there's some lightning. There, we didn't hear any thunder. I'm gonna uh-huh. give a prediction and say that lightning is about to enter this story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, this story probably doesn't end with, and it was a great game. We won. <laughs> <laughs> the the Surprise. hero got the girl. <laughs> I the football was carried to many a touchdown. Um. <laughs> So they're all standing in the middle of the field, and we're just playing in the rain because we're soaking wet, and there's nothing else we can do but wait for them to either call the game or continue the game. Mm-hmm. And my parents are there, like, at the football stands. My sister was not there. Um, she was, like, with my aunt or something. She was a soccer ball at the time. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so we're waiting. We're standing there, and all of a sudden, like, I don't know if you've ever, when you, like, touch something that, like, static shocks you, how, like, right before you touch it, you can, like, kind of feel, like, the air around your finger, like, oh, feel the electricity, yes. but mm-hmm. not, not the zap, but just, like, the feeling of the air. Mm-hmm. Imagine, like, your whole body being immersed in that feeling. Ah. Like, the whole air was all of a sudden just, like, mm-hmm. felt like that. And that's when the football gained consciousness for the first time. <laughs> Um, it's a lie. The lightning bolt and carried so with it the spark of life. We felt that and heard the loudest boom I've ever heard in my life. And so we just, like, ran. Like, we weren't facing the football field. We were facing the stands. And so all the cheerleaders had to get through this tiny little gate to get outside. Well, well hang on a second here. Don't you want to check the lightning detector first before you jumped in in conclusions? Exactly. Listen, you don't when you hear for, that loud boom. For all they knew, everyone around the lightning detector is now dead. They no, were incinerated We didn't know what happened. We weren't looking. We're facing this way. We just heard boobs. So we just run. And so we all run out this tiny gate and we turn to, like, run up the hill to go, like, to the gym that's inside. And as we're running, my dad jumps over the bleachers. Set like, a flame by the lightning. And No, no, he jumps off of the bleachers and lands in front of me. So I see that he's Are we, there. Was he at the top of the bleachers, like, falling 50 feet? <laughs> no. Did he do, like, were these bleachers? No, it was just, like... Was he Superman or just man? <laughs> there was, like, he just jumped over the gate that c- oh. disconnected the bleachers. I was imagining the cinematic, like... I mean, it was, like, it was a 
I'm not going to like point out how high it is because you only hear my voice, but it's about as at least a person height. If you've got a tape measure at home, you can play <laughs> along. Um, so he jumps over that, lands in front of me, so I see him, and then takes off onto the football field. So that averts my eye to follow where he's going, and I look at the football field, and I just see like a big group of people laying on the ground. Oh, for a second I thought your dad's plan was like to fight the lightning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, what? No, Not a good plan. Out. Zach, his <laughs> daughter's a football. Field. You don't think that he well, took? I, you have to remember when I like when the lightning struck. I'm facing towards the, the stands. Well, the stands are facing towards the football field. So they saw the people on the ground. I'm just running. Jeez. And I turn and I see mm-hmm. all the people on the ground. So obviously I like freak out and I'm like still just following the crowd running. I see my dad, so I'm like, okay, he's fine. You said earlier that you tell us all your stuff. I've never heard that. You haven't? Good. This is absolutely... Have you? I may have heard this story. I I have a horrible feeling that maybe I blocked it out. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm glad you haven't heard this story. This is amazing. Okay. Um, So we're running, and the gym is locked. So the only thing open is the bathroom. So we have all the people in the stands, all the cheerleaders, and a few of the football players that have gotten up there are all crowded in the bathroom because we're just trying to get out from the outdoors. Yeah, that's a good place to be when there's electricity oh, falling from the air. That water, the water place is a good place <laughs> and to be. And so too. we're all freaking out and like crying because as we're running, all we see is like this big group of people laying on the ground on the in the middle of the field. And I hadn't seen my mom yet. And so I'm obviously freaking out about where my mom is because I saw mm-hmm. my dad. And then finally they um, open the, they someone got the gym open, so we all rush into the gym and we're all get, sitting there. And they keep bringing in, like, football players one by one, but they're, like, walking them in and sitting them down because they're, like, in shock. Like, they didn't get hit by the lightning, but they were close enough that it, like, yeah. threw them back. So Jeez. they were bringing them in and, like, checking on them. Still haven't seen my mom. <laughs> so I'm, like, freaking out about my mom the whole time and every every. I would just like to give a quick PSA, guys. Like, if there's lightning about, you don't want to stand in a big old clump. Like, let's minimize the potential damage. Exactly. That's what I just said a little. Well, they got the lightning detector out, so it's not like this was a huge surprise. No, they got it to. There was no thunder or lightning. It was just raining. My question is, they got it out to see if there was. Is the lightning detector just a big old metal stick? Which says, no, it's like a walkie, it's like a walkie-talkie thing. Okay, I didn't, and it, it has a big hold, warning on it that it. says, "This device attracts lightning." <laughs> and like, I had always heard There's the lightning, lightning hits the, to- the tallest point. Well, that would be the goalpost, and it hit the very well, middle. Of well, the you field. know, Heather, the lightning had a plan. Well, it was twofold. One, I'm going to take out as many of these guys as possible right off the bat, and two, I'll destroy the lightning detector so they won't know when I'm coming. Um. Okay, so we're all in the gym and everybody's crying. And, like, they start bringing in referees, and my dad brings in a referee. And, because he... <laughs> That's... Time out. <laughs> That's a foul. Foul on 20 nature. 20-yard penalty for That's nature. on nature. Um, and so everyone's still trying to figure out, like, what's going on. And I still haven't seen my mom. And finally, my mom comes in. <clears throat> so I, like, run, and I give her a hug. That's and she's good. like, it's okay, it's okay, but I gotta go back out there. And I'm like, well, no, don't go. And, um... So she goes back out there, and I'm still like, why? Why did she have to go back out there? And so finally my dad is sitting there, like, sitting with this referee guy. And I go over to him. And um, all they have all the other cheerleaders. They're, like, in a, in a bundle. Like, they wouldn't, they didn't want everybody talking to everyone because everyone was kind of trying to, like, calm down. Mm-hmm. But they were like, no, go talk to your parents. And I was like, okay. Um, so I'm talking to my dad. 
They were, the police were there interviewing to no, figure out who was police. who was in league with the lightning. <laughs> they were not police. They just didn't know what to do. Like we were all panicking, and so I'm talking to my dad, and he told me that um, my mom was out there with uh, my coach. Well, not my coach, but the football coach from our mm-hmm. team, and he was the one that got hit like directly. Ooh, oh, boy. Um, and it went in the top of his head and out. Um, I think. His foot. Jeez. That is, that um, is scary. So it yeah. like fried all of his organs. Um, oh my God. And my mom was there doing, she was doing CPR on him to like <sighs> bring him back because he died. Um, and so she's doing CPR and then the guy, the fire, a firefighter was there for the other team because his daughter was a cheerleader and he was there and he was actually the guy who taught my mom CPR and he was there so they were swapping on and off uh, waiting for the ambulance to arrive obviously because a lot of people had called. 911 and my dad had just been around like because the referees were around him holding the lightning detector and so they like got hit the worst and they were like throwing up and stuff because it was it like really affected them so Mm -hmm. he was helping them and my my mom was doing cpr well she had to she came in when the ambulance got there but she went back out there in case they needed any more help um and they got his they got his heart feedback so they brought him back um and then they took him in the ambulance and I think air flighted him somewhere because he had like third degree burns inside of his body. Um, but and then for the next like month, everyone was like, "Well, I they they kept me in the loop because they kept my mom in the loop, mm-hmm. like because obviously she's the one who did CPR, so they would like tell her how he was doing, but they weren't really like pu- like telling everybody like updates yeah. on him. So everyone at school was just like, "Oh no, I heard he totally died. Like he's already gone, but they just won't tell us." And so they're all saying stuff that I know is not true because yeah. I know the updates, but I couldn't really talk about it. Yeah. So I'm just like upset every day. You that you would know if he passed. They wouldn't keep that. No, no, no. They were saying like he, that he was on like a breathing machine and he was already gone, and there okay. was no need to like still. Like, I've. Be I don't have obviously no one that I knew got hit with lightning. That I can recall, but I know what she's talking about. Sometimes people go mm-hmm. to the hospital or out of school for a while, and people will start being like, "Oh, they're dead. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. totally dead," even if it's not true. Um, and they were like, "Yeah, the lightning hit him so hard it like threw his shoes off his feet." And it's like, no, they took his shoes off his feet to see where the lightning exited. Mm-hmm. Like it didn't knock his shoe off his foot. If anything, I would have expected. I don't know to melt his feet if it exited through his foot but um, a bolt of lightning is hotter than the surface of the sun so it's pretty hot there's probably some melting going on but um he so he survived um good for him yeah he's i was really i was kind of holding my breath there i was i was worried he wasn't gonna make it and then i'd have to uh just delete the last 10 (laughs) minutes of jokes that thomas and i made well he survived um and in any I mean, my sister went up and was in the same middle school as I was, and she did sports, and he was in charge of, like, all the sports. So, like, he would always, like, mom would come up to go into the games, and he's like, no, don't pay. Like, he never made my mom pay to get into the yeah. game. I was I was going to feel real bad because earlier I said, this story is amazing. <laughs> I really hope that. Well, there's, I mean. It, I mean, it's terrifying, but hopeful. <laughs> the, story, the story gets worse because it turned out in the end that Heather's mom struck him with lightning so that she would get into the games for <laughs> all for it was all dollars. part of our but plan she, got, she was like recognized by the city her and the firefighter wow that's really cool um, and when i did pageants for a little bit that was like my uh platform was like cpr awareness i was like you never know when you're gonna need it so like i'm always like strong proponent of like always like no cpr please <laughs> 
In case so. you need to save someone. <laughs> yeah. That's, been struck by lightning. That's, uh, that's K-N-O-W, CPR, not... No, CPR! Down with CPR. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was definitely um worst day, but it kind of was cool to like see my parents kind of jump into action and be like heroes of the day. So how long were you a football? Because I want to hear that story. <laughs> Three whole... All of Thanksgiving break, actually. Oh, no! Uh, <laughs> Oh boy! So yeah, that's worse day. Okay, I was that, I was that's, really that's worried. That's why the other one was neutral because this one was worse. I was really worried we were going to get to the end of the story, and you're like, "That was the best day that I can remember." <laughs> A man um, dying as oh. lightning struck him through the temple. So yeah, me being terrified of thunderstorms was when I was little, and my parents did the whole immersion therapy thing to get me out of it. Like they would make me sit outside with them on the swing, and they would like give her a fork and make her stick no, it in her not that. <laughs> Here's our lightning um, detector. But yeah, so after that day, they were equally like, "Yeah, no thunderstorms are nothing." you're good you can be terrified of them it's fine so that was kind of a little vindicating but at what cost yeah mm. anyway kids it's important to never go outside no normally normally i'd curse you but uh in don't this case, believe I that won't. it strikes the highest point because that was definitely the middle of the field um, so. he was the tallest person in the huddle though so i mean that probably has something to do with it <laughs> Uh, Cut your feet off, kids. Be a little shorter <laughs> than everyone else, and Mother Nature can't get you. Uh, yeah, just get yourself scalped. <laughs> Take a couple inches off the top. Just kind of just crawl around on all fours. <laughs> you can never be too safe. Man, man was meant to be on all fours. <laughs> well, that is that was honest. It's been a, it's honest been a heavy God, episode. Heck of a story. That. You asked for someone's worst day. How do you expect it to not be heavy? <laughs> I, I couldn't. I thought that we started with the worst. And then oh, you threw no. this curveball. No, you, you subverted our expectations with yeah. like, oh, this has got to be as bad. Nope. That was the neutral. <laughs> Lightning through well, a dude's head. Well, that means the next one's the best one. Great. Uh, Fantastic. For thank, thank goodness. <laughs> Save the best for last. Ah, it was a trick. The first story was the best day. Yeah, those, those are the only two things that have happened to me. I was a, before that, I was in football. So, what do you want from me? Um. Okay. So this one is probably the best day I've had in a while. I don't know, like my whole life, but it's a good. Whoa! Story. Hang on here. Sorry. I asked for your Sorry. best day, Zach. We can't expect every single. Yeah, guest. I'm gonna put a stop um, pay on the bull. check for this one. <laughs> what? And I know Thomas hasn't heard this one, so that's good too. Oh, awesome! Sweet. I'm um, excited. So I was excited for the last one, but <laughs> that. Mm, mm. <laughs> anyway, I was standing up above the corpse of, <laughs> of a man. Um. Okay. So last week I um actually got to visit. Disney World for the first time since I was like six, oh. which was super exciting for me because um, I hadn't been in a really long time. And like I said, I'm like, she party. went right before they put her under for the uh, the teeth, and then she <laughs> went right after. Um, so like I said, I do like children's parties as princesses. So like I really like Disney, and I was really excited to go back since I hadn't been in so long. And so on Monday, I paid and went to Magic Kingdom. Um, and got to do everything there, and that was a really good, like, best day. But the better story is what happened the next day on Tuesday. So the girl I was staying with had, like, a guest pass that she was going to let me use on Monday to get me in so I didn't have to pay uh, the full price for the ticket, but she had to work, so she couldn't get it to me. So she was like, the day I was leaving, which was Tuesday, she was like, well, here, at least use this to get into a park for at least, like, half a day. So she went to the big park already. So I went to, I decided to go to Animal Kingdom, since they have the new, like, Avatar, like, the Pandora 
mm-hmm. land, oh, that's and cool. I was really excited to see that because obviously it wasn't around when I was six. So um, <laughs> yes, time does. <laughs> time progresses. Yeah, you can just do the math. You can figure out how old Heather is. You have a few touchstones here. <laughs> and so I go, and she's like, "Okay, well, I got you in, but like, I still have work today. It's just later, so I gotta go." So I just spent. I was like, "All right, well, I'll hang out at Animal Kingdom by myself. I mean, it's free, and I'll just." Have a good day walking around experiencing the rides. So I'm at Animal Kingdom and I use a few fast passes to go to like the rides, like the Festival of the Lion King, and I rode Dinosaur, the Kilimanjaro Safari, and I rode all the ones I'm used to except for Expedition Everest because I'm a big chicken and I'm too afraid to ride that. I one. thought you were a football. And <laughs> <laughs> chicken. Your story's not adding up, Heather. Some kind of horrible shapeshifter you are. So I didn't ride that one, and it was about. I was like, okay, well, it's about a five-hour drive back home, so if I leave around three, I'll get back around, like, eight. It's going to take a while, because I I can't reach the pedals with my chicken legs. I have to to flap from from pedal to wheel. (laughs) Um, So I'm like, okay, well, I'll leave around three. That'll get me home at eight. That'll be a good time to get home. And so I do everything, and it's, like, two o'clock. And I'm like, okay, well, I have an hour left, and there's two rides at the Pandora Place. But since they're the newest rides, they have the longest waits. And they don't have any fast passes available. So I'm like, all right, I'm not. One ride, the Flight of Passage had a four hour wait. And the. No. Rip Navi River <laughs> Journey had a one hour wait. And I was like, well, I at least want to see something, like I, one of the rides. I have heard this story before. And when, I, uh, when Heather told it to me the first time, I told her that I would not wait four hours to see my firstborn child be born. <laughs> oh so I'm God. certainly not going to wait Whoa. for Disney, one Disney ride. Um, so I was like, okay, well I said I'm gonna leave at three and it's two and the river ride has an hour wait. So I'll, I can do that. I have my phone. I'll just talk to people. I'll be good. So I wait in line and I overhear the two guys behind me. They're talking about Star Wars. So I kind of like interjected and started talking with them about Star Wars. I too am Star War. <laughs> um, so, and I'm like wait on my phone on Twitter. Cause... Star War, chicken, football. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's all fitting together. Um, put a cork and Disney has like Wi-Fi throughout the whole park, so I'm just on my phone. Whoa, I did not know that they yeah, had that. I that is cool. It was, it was really nice. It's the, it's the happiest place on earth. Um, it's got to have Wi-Fi. <laughs> so that hour wait... My court order. <laughs> that hour wait went by like really fast, and the ride was pretty cool. Um, I probably wouldn't wait longer than an hour to ride it, because it was just, you just sit in a boat and go around, but it had a really cool animatronic. You, ju- really you just beautiful. sit in a boat, and then there's a voiceover, and it's like, you idiots, you waited in line for four hours for this, it's nothing. <laughs> They just berate you for a few minutes. You fool. It was beautiful, and I'm glad I wrote it. And so then I'm like, all right, it's 3 o'clock. It's time to go. And I start like heading toward the, towards the um, exit of Pandora to leave the park since I had ridden everything else. And I was like looking, and I was like, you know, it must be a really good ride to wait for four hours. And I was like, hmm. That's nah, got to be I'm, a fallacy of some kind. That's, uh, <laughs> I was mm. like, yeah. No, no, I just need to go home. Like, it's a five-hour ride home, and I can spend the four, five, four of those five hours waiting in line or going home. And so then I get in line. <laughs> <laughs> I can see the train of logic there. Uh, can you? I'm like, yeah, well, this is a terrible idea. Let's do it. Listen, I got, I got in the park for free. I wasn't going to waste this opportunity. I was like, I don't know when the next time I'll be here. 
next time I'll be here, I might be with, like, my family who will not wait that long for a ride. So, like, if I'm going to ride it, like, today's going to be the Next day. time I might be here with my family, and I'm certainly not going to have any fun then. <laughs> so we better get it out <laughs> of the way now. Last class, I wouldn't, like, I, when I told the story to my dad, he was like, I would not have waited in line with you. And I was Absolutely like, okay. Not. So, like, I, I wouldn't have got to ride it. I will, with, I will withhold my judgment until I hear about how cool this ride was. Honestly, so, I am incredibly impatient. Like, sometimes I'll have a cart full of groceries at, like, Kroger, and there'll be like five people in front of me, and I'm like, I don't like have to eat food this week. <laughs> like we can try again well, later. I wouldn't like the the main reason I was like this will be fine. One is because I got in free, and I was like two, I'm not doing anything else but driving home today. Like, and I like driving at night, so I can just get home later. I don't have anything to be home for, and that hour wait I just did seemed really short because I was talking on my phone the whole time. So I was like, I can pass the time. I I got this. And so I hop in line, and I'm like, all right, here we go, hour one. And I look at my <laughs> dawn of the first day. <laughs> and I look at my and I'm like on my phone. And I look at my phone and I'm like, all right, thirty percent. And I'm like, oh no, it's gonna die. What a wonder! Using your phone for an hour has drained yeah. its power. Then a rock fell on my arm, and 126 hours later. <laughs> so I'm like, all right. All the well, while the bells are. Ringing. I know that the queue for the ride is really cool, so I wanted to save my battery life so I could take pictures. I'm like, all right, so I just shut off everything on my phone, like Wi-Fi, every like cellular data to save mm-hmm. battery. I basically put it on airplane mode and am not on it unless I like check Twitter for a second and then put it away, because I was keeping Twitter updated of my four-hour wait. I'm sure they were enthralled. <laughs> Ooh, exciting um, stuff. So I'm like, it's fine. I'll just talk to the families around me because there's two families and like there's a lot of people in line, obviously. Um, and so. I'm, like, listening, trying to, like, listen to their conversation to kind of, like, intervene, because I'm obviously just standing there by myself, and they, neither the family in front of me or behind me spoke English. Mm. I've been there. Just jump in. I, too, cannot, I, I too cannot speak English. Hola, muchachos. <laughs> ¿Qué dice? So, I don't, I don't know Spanish. I don't even know what language they're speaking. Yo quiero Taco Bell. <laughs> I didn't know what language they're speaking. I... All I knew is they weren't speaking English, so I couldn't jump in, and I also couldn't just sit there and eavesdrop on their conversation. Allez-vous français, bros? <laughs> so, I'm standing there, and I'm like, oh my god, this is going to be a long wait. And You could have just so, grabbed one of them by the face and been like, English? English? <laughs> <laughs> Speak to me! So you could just wave down one of the Disney employees and be like, um, can I stand next to an American, please? Oh, jeez. No. <laughs> Although anytime we got to a point in the line where there was like a cast member, like counting people and like telling you to go ahead, I like stayed with them as long as I could to act, like have human interaction. <laughs> so I'd be like, so how long have you been here? And was like talking to them so that I would have something to do for a please little bit. Please don't leave. Please. I've been here for hours. I have to talk to somebody. Help. Um. So, yeah, the line was really long, but it was actually, like, pretty much every five minutes we moved forward. So it was like, you wait five minutes and kind of move forward a little bit. Wait oh, wow, that sounds forward. pretty exciting. You don't even need the ride. As, a, as, a li- as, as time progresses, so too so does the line. Just, it was just a really, like, long line. Um, and so the first whole hour was spent, like, in the outside queue. So it's like you just see everything that you could see out of the line also, like the big floating mountains. Um but you see, like, the backside of it and stuff. So that was the first whole hour, and I kind of was like... Riveting. All right, what am I going to do? I was like, maybe I can listen to, like, Hamilton. That'll take up two hours. And this podcast like, is sponsored by Hamilton. <laughs> so I was like, no, because i got to save my battery. So I'm, like, not on my phone. So I would just kind of, like, find something to stare at. You all don't know Heather, but I'm, 
I have yet to see her in her entire life go a four-hour stretch without being on her phone, so this was quite the struggle for her. Oh, sh- right, that is, that sounds about the exact t- time frame. So I would just stare at something for five minutes until we moved again, so it was kind that. of like a, a meditation for me, like I kind of just like, was like thinking of my inner self. <laughs> This is what happens when you take away a millennial's technology. They fall into meditative do you, state. Do you remember when you went to Disney World and achieved Nirvana? <laughs> I, I had a lot of like time to think and like inner thought, um, <laughs> and trying to figure out what the families next to me were talking about. Um, they were they were really prepared. They, by, by the end of the line, Heather was fluent in, in Spanish in three different languages. So they they had brought like external power chargers. And they were playing, like, heads up. And they brought, like, they ate their dinner in line. Like, they were so prepared. One of them had an Iron Man suit. <laughs> they were well, so prepared. I was a, so jealous. If it's a four-hour wait, I just, I'm going to bring food. Yeah, 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 definitely. I was like, okay, like, it's obviously, like, if you know it's going to be that long, like, and you really want to ride it, you would prepare. That's and like, like a hiking they, scenario. You bring snacks. Yeah, so I was really jealous of that. And so the second hour you spend, like, you go... Kind of like, necesito food, por favor. Listen, listen. <laughs> I'm just imagining you staring at these families that you can't understand. Just like, please. Just like, just like, well, they kept pantomiming at eating at well, them. I kept catching them staring at me, and I was like, I know they're just thinking, like, why, why is this white girl waiting for four hours by herself? Like, poor because thing. she made a bad decision. And so I should go. That's all. That's all the first hour. And after the first hour, I was like, "All right, I'm in this. Like, I can't leave." The I've sunk cost fallacy. I've waited a whole hour. So without my phone, only yeah. able to listen to people who can't speak my language. <laughs> well, we're 25 percent of the way through it, the wait. It certainly can't get exponentially worse <laughs> from here. And the first hour took a really long time. Like it was. Did it take angry. about an hour? <laughs> it felt longer than an hour. It felt longer than the previous ride, which was only an hour away. Zach, those so 60 like, minutes felt like 80 minutes. <laughs> yeah. um, so then the second hour was spent, like, you go kind of into this, like, cave place, which is in the queue, and it doesn't really tell you, like, the whole point of Disney queues is, like, in the details, and it kind of, like, gives you the background to the rides, but, like, the cave was just, like, the beginning. It didn't have much to look at other than just, just like, a cave. I mean, it's decorated. It had, like, cave paintings from, like, the Navi and stuff. Um, so, yeah, it was new scenery to look at, but that lasted for, like, five minutes, and then I had seen everything, so I was like, great, now we're in here for an hour. Uh. And so we were in there for an hour, and um, about the it, that hour was felt even longer than the first, honestly. How, exactly how long would you say the second hour felt? <laughs> longer than an hour. I felt as if I could cook minute rice 61 times during that hour. <laughs> um, so we get to the end of that hour, and we're going into, like, where it's deeper in the cave, but it's, like, decorated with, like, the bioluminescent plants and stuff. So it's, like, yes. another scenery change. This is, this is where she discovers that this isn't this isn't a line. It's just a cave. <laughs> it looks more... This, this isn't, doesn't look like a cave anymore. It looks like you're, like, in the forest. Zach, exactly. it's a portal into Pandora. Um, Good yeah. luck. <laughs> but as soon as we get into that part... I really have to go to the bathroom. Oh and no! I was like, oh, you did. No. You gotta bring a pee buddy if you're gonna so be in no the line that long. No one was in line to hold it for me, so I was just like. So she, so she went up to the Spanish-speaking people and just kind of hopped up and down, <laughs> trying to no, I never communicate went. the idea. I didn't get to go. I just had to hold it. Yeah. Por favor, yo necesito el baño um, <laughs> right now. <laughs> yeah. And so. then the I, I looked over at the at the Hispanic family and they 
just like we're setting up a porta potty. <laughs> they were so prepared. Yeah. In every way that I was unprepared, they were yeah, prepared. They, they had a, they had an alarm on their watch, and when it went off, they all inserted a catheter. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> um. So yeah, I, I realized that happened, and I was like, "Jeez, okay, now." So then I really had to meditate to get my mind off having to go to the bathroom. You know, really, the problem is your desire to pee. If you let go of the desire, you won't have to pee. <laughs> I yeah. just had to distract myself. No, just imagining. Heather in line doing Greet the Sun asanas from <laughs> yoga or, or listening to Vedic chants. Um, at this point, half of the family behind me had found, like, they were there was, like, a chain, and so you had to go, like, down this way, and then you came back this way. And half of the family, like, kept going through the line. And For the those of you who can't laid... hear what she's doing with her hands. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> she... So it basically zigzags and goes one way and then comes back around another with a chain in the middle. And the half of the family just laid underneath the chain and took a nap while the rest of the family kept their spot in line. <laughs> so when so when they when This they, family's amazing When they zigzagged back and were like met up with them on the other side, they woke them up and they moved, but they hadn't had to move, so they slept. And I was so like this, I'm so jealous because that, I is, was, I that is advanced line it techniques. Because I was like they're just sleeping you on the How are they going to catch up? But then we looped back that, around. That was your chance up. to assimilate into the family. You just push them off to the side. <laughs> ah, this one's laying down. Yeah. Wake up. It's time to go. Um, so, yeah. So, the third hour was spent in the forest type area. And towards the end of the third hour, which seemed... It was... There was more to look at in that place. Still not a lot, but more than the cave and more than outside. So it, it went by a little quicker other than having to go to the bathroom and then I started getting hungry. Alright, to review. The first hour was longer than an hour. The <laughs> second hour was longer than the first hour. And the third hour was shorter than the second hour, which was longer than the first hour, which is longer than an hour. <laughs> so I had eaten uh, that morning for breakfast. I met up with some friends and we had like a buffet style breakfast. So I'd eaten a lot of breakfast, but that's all I'd eaten that day. Mm-hmm. And it is... Let's see if I got mine at three. It's like six o'clock by now. Mm. Uh, for those of you uh, newbies to eating out there, that's around dinner time for most <laughs> yeah. of us. And I hadn't even had lunch, so I'm like getting really hungry. Well, if only you'd brought your dinner into I, line I didn't, with you. I didn't prepare. Um, I also didn't want to spend money because food at Disney is expensive. <laughs> um, and I'm not eating meat, so I didn't well, know what I could even eat. Well, you said you were in the forest area, right? You. <laughs> there was nothing in there. Forage. <laughs> Well, did you try? <laughs> um, just anyways, nib- nibble on one. See so what I start happens. getting hungry. Which is just fine. grab like, one of the cast members and be like, could you spare a handful of berries? <laughs> um, so I start getting hungry. In the meat, I've talked to like three cast members at this point, um, and that was it. Found, and I talked to them as much as I could until I got too far away from them in line. I didn't want to be like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I know I'm 20 feet away from you now, but let's continue the conversation. Come chat with me. <laughs> come come over here. Meditation. So my stomach starts growling, and it starts growling to a point that it's so loud that the family in front of me can hear it. Yeah, that this is a universal language. And it's turning, like, they're, like, trying not to look at me, but they're looking at me. The language of hunger. And the mom of the family, like, got out these, like, bite-sized candies, like chocolates, and, like, passed them out to her whole family and turned and handed me a little chocolate oh. bar. And I was like, 
Oh, uh, this is like this is like a Coca-Cola commercial. I was so happy like, and I ate it so quick and I was like, does this mean I'm like adopted into your family? No. And at, as soon as I took the first bite, I I knew Spanish. <laughs> it was it was amazing. But I was like, oh, thank you. And then the little boy from that family bumped into me like in line, he accidentally bumped into me. He goes, "Oh, sorry." And so in my mind, I was like, "Did they know English this whole time?" <laughs> oh, no. But then I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't want to like make it awkward if I ask him a question. I don't want to speak English and offend them. No, I didn't know if like he only knew "sar" like the word like a few words, and he I didn't want him to have to explain like. I better I better learn "oh sorry" in case I bump into some white girl in line at Disney World. Boy, it would have been real great if you turned it. Have you been lying to me? Well, they they never spoke it the whole time they were talking to each other. So even if they did speak English, I didn't have a way to just like enter the conversation because I didn't know what they were talking. Talk to me, please. Talk. Speak unto I. Um, You've but given I did me tell food, him, now give me words. I did tell him I liked his shirt because it had Chewbacca on it, and he said thank you. So that was that's he knows at least he knows, two phrases. I know. I was like, okay, well. So I talked to him for a little bit, as much as saying I like his shirt is considered a little bit. But did that take about an hour? <laughs> no. So then the final hour, you're like in the labs, which is like this hour went by super quick because it was like that's where you see compared to like. I was distracted. The hour was filled with me looking at stuff the whole time instead of me just standing there staring at nothingness. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're trying to, we're like, working on the timeline here. They have like little like experiments, like stuff that you can look at like they're doing and they have like the big animatronic in the tube, like the big Avatar Navi guy is like in the tube and so he was cool to like look at and I'm like taking pictures and stuff. And then you um, finally get up to the line. So I'm like, oh my God. I waited for four hours. By the way, you've explained this timeline. I have expected you to get off the ride, and there's it's just going to be like rusted, hollowed out rides everywhere, and someone's going to say, Heather, Disney burned down 40 years ago. Ah, that's a joke from another comedian. Um, so we finally get up to where they're like, because it's a, it's a simulator type ride, so they fill all the seats. And since I'm a single rider, I actually got to cut the line a good bit. All the single riders. All the <laughs> Um, so I get to cut the ride, and then they have, like, still part of the waiting time, but it's, like, explaining, like, oh, this is how you we connect you with your avatar, and, like, talking about the ride. So it's, like, more, and it feels like you're already on the ride already, even though you're not technically on the ride. Um, but it's a more experienced, interactive part of the queue. So we finally get on the ride. This does sound like a great day so far. <laughs> oh, yeah. Time vortexes. <laughs> and it, it, was, um, it was a really good ride. I, I really enjoyed it. I would not wait four hours again. But I would gladly wait two hours with a friend. Mm. Okay, how many hours would you wait with two friends? Still probably two. Would you wait four hours? Would you wait four hours with eight friends? Three if we had food. Three if we had food. Okay. What if if you had food and then one friend brought a porta potty with them, just like a giant? Also, one of the friends is a yoga instructor. (laughs) (laughs) But I highly recommend getting a fast pass if you can and riding the ride. And another friend is made out of food. Or if it's a shorter rate, definitely do that because it's worth it. Um, it's a really cool ride. Um, I didn't get sick. I usually get sick on simulators, which I was terrified of. I was like, I'm about to wait four hours just to throw up. And I was like, oh my. <laughs> four hours to throw up. I'm glad, I'm glad that your best day in recent memory is an experience you wouldn't want to repeat. <laughs> but, okay, so then I get off the ride. I oh, I didn't even think about that. I get off the ride. I immediately go to the bathroom. And then I was like, you know what? It's 7 o'clock. I hadn't told my mom where I was because she thought I was leaving at 3, but I couldn't call her because I didn't want my phone to die. So I call her and I'm like, hey, I'm still at Disney World. And she was like, 
okay? And so I was like, I'll, I'll tell you more later. I, my phone's going to die. I, I had saved the phone battery the whole four hours. It was still alive at That's the end amazing. of the day. That's amazing. A stunning so display of restraint. I was very proud of myself, so I still got pictures of stuff. Um, so then I was like, you know, I'm going to wait until 745 because that's when this Rivers of Light is showing. Or if I wait four more hours, <laughs> I can go on the ride again. <laughs> oh, the worst part was, not the worst, but it, the, fun, oh, the oh. funniest part was they were like coming through, the cast members were coming through and they were like scanning your uh, tickets and being like, here, we're going to give you two extra fast passes to use today or tomorrow since the wait was so long. And I was like... I'm not going to be here tomorrow, and I have to leave after this ride, so this is pointless. Did you turn to the Hispanic family and be like, rapido, rapido? (laughs) (laughs) Do we know that they're Hispanic? No, it's even Portuguese. uh, There's a lot of Portuguese. I I didn't know what to call them. The not English-speaking family? I mean, I assumed they were were Hispanic, but I thought Did you turn to the Icelandic family? (laughs) (laughs) Bjork, Bjork. Um... So then I watched that show, and then I drove home for five hours, but it was overall, like, as agonizing as it sounds, like, spending a whole day, like, to myself, like, in one of my favorite places. For record, the Portuguese word I mean, we've been with you for less than an hour, and it's agonizing. (laughs) For the record, the Portuguese word for fast is veloces. (laughs) Veloces? We're, yeah, we were thinking. Let us let us know uh, if you prefer this uh, podcast to be uh, learning Icelandic with us. <laughs> Please go ahead um, and post that. So yeah, even though it doesn't sound necessarily like best day, it was like it really doesn't. I got to spend the day all like to myself and like just kind of like like I don't know. I've never spent a day like four hours like doing nothing. I mean, to be fair, most of Heather's days are spent being a an inanimate object, <laughs> b. <laughs> In a medically induced coma, or C, watching people be killed by nature. Oh, so, this wow. is pretty good in comparison. Um, but yeah, and it was a really good ride. And like, over, like overall, the day was fun outside of the waiting four hours. And you the waiting four hours, now that I look back at it, I'm like, I'm glad I did it. Like, I'm glad I had the patience enough to do it. Look, you don't have to justify your best day to us, just to the listening audiences of the world. So, I'm just, I'm plus, just, it's an interesting story. So the main welcome. part of the best day was... I had to pee really bad, and I was starving. Yeah, ninety-five. They gave me Ninety-five percent of the time was terrible, but those those five minutes on the ride well, were Zach, great. How much of that time was really ninety-five percent? Well, then yeah, on the ride done... home, I called one of my friends and had to talk to him forever, and he just never shut up. That was that was me. <laughs> that, I That's that. actually when I heard the story. Is right after it happened. Uh-huh. That's why it was the best day. Because <laughs> because you were there. The best, the best part of your day is a little Zach in your cup. <laughs> this oh. episode is this episode is sponsored by Folgers. <laughs> oh jeez, we're not, by the way. No, please do not. Folgers, please send us uh, as much coffee and or money as you would like. We'll be happy to drink it on the on the podcast. Zach will drink it. Yeah. Well, thank you, Heather. Uh, we appreciate you being here with us. Those were um, three really good stories. Sorry, yeah. There was uh, th- they seemed mostly bad. I'm gonna say. <laughs> for, they were, uh, it I was, was gonna have to go with Zach here and say listen, that. Listen, my my they, a, any other good day for me is like, yeah, I slept until two and yeah. then did nothing. So welcome it was to a good day. Welcome to worst, worst, not so bad. <laughs> More like a oh, a day I actually did something. So there, Zach, that could be the title of, of this of this episode is worst, worst, not so bad. Either that or a cautionary tale. Don't be Heather. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for listening again. Thank you, guys. My name is Zach. My name is Thomas. And we will see you next time. Bye.
Thank you for listening to this episode of Best Worst Day, a podcast by Zach Pippen and Thomas C.K. Perot. Music provided by JewelBeat.com. Hope you join us next time.